right, all right. Good morning, good morning, good people. My name is Manuel Wallace, and I'm here with the creative... Cristina Ayala. And the persevering... Priscilla Smith. And this is... The Highs and Lows Podcast. On 99.3 FM, we want to welcome you to another episode where we inspire and empire, motivate to educate, and share because we care. So turn up your radios, tune in on your devices, and check out where we bring you the latest by students, for students, about students. Good morning, good morning. How is everybody? Man, I'm doing great. Great, great, good, good. I like to to hear it. There we go again. I'm going to try to slow down today. (laughs) I went with a tea today instead of coffee, so I shouldn't have a problem with that. But I was practicing my AEIOUs. So how's everything going, Christian? Is there anything new in your life, in your Um, world? Today, well, I usually have a workout class today, but um, today we did yoga. Oh, my God, let me tell you, I feel refreshed. I I almost fell asleep during the exercises, so, yeah, I think that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, good, good. You probably felt like you were in a safe place. Yeah. The meditation, I'm sure, kind of grounded you. Definitely. You melted into that mat, didn't you? Oh, for nice. sure. <laughs> nice. Good to hear. Men doing yoga. I like to hear I like to hear about that. Yeah, awesome, Definitely. awesome. How about you, Priscilla? Anything new going on with you? Um, Nothing really new to report, mm-hmm. but um, today's a beautiful day outside. Yeah. It is. I know. The rain we had last mm-hmm. night cleared up, and here we are in the sunshine, blue skies, wonderful weather. Thank goodness for California weather. I Heading into it. spring break, finally. Spring break, right, right. Yeah, the, um, what do they call Tiger lilies or Easter lilies or sometimes known as spring lilies kind of start to bloom and, you know, come up. They're green for the most part. And then all of a sudden, boop, you got mm-hmm. this like white little trumpet of a flower. <laughs> it's like, hey, that's cool. Right on, right on. So we're going to keep the um, the catch up a little short um, just because that we our guest is another amazing guest that Robert Chapato has picked for us. Uh, again, just astounding uh, and intriguing individuals that he keeps coming up with. I, I love it. I, and that's why I'm just so, always so grateful to be here and be part of this. Shout out to Robert Chaparro uh, and, of course, our uh, creative director, uh, Joseph, who's always in the background, keeping mm-hmm. things going, keeping things running and keeping things hot. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, any you want to just get on into this? Because, yeah. uh, Christian, I yeah. think you're oh, yeah, going to introduce. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to introduce our first guest. Uh, she is a veteran center counselor, America Barrasso. Ah, Hi, hello, morning. hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing okay. Thank good. you. Amazing, amazing. I have to say thank you to Robert for inviting me here today and for you all just for making this such a welcoming space because I am, as I was sharing with Priscilla earlier, I am mm. naturally an introvert. Mm. <laughs> I don't like it to be about me. So thank you guys for making this so wonderful thank you for being and here. comfortable. Thank you for being amazing. here. My pleasure. Thank you for sharing that with us because, yeah, it, it, it was it's an honor to have you here. Thank you for taking time out of your day. And, um, you know, a lot of times I think, well, I'm going to speak for myself because, you know, I can talk. But when I was asked to do this, you know, it kind of did it, it. It took me getting out of a comfort zone. Uh, it still is kind of I mean, even in our what third season, eight, seventh or eighth episode, mm-hmm. like it's a little uh, uncomfortable but it I know it's doing something in me so hearing that you're kind of stepping out of your comfort zone reminds me that we're all just human right yeah. so Priscilla has done really well I'm sure Priscilla can tell you about oh, yeah. <laughs> stepping out of the comfort yeah. zone yeah <laughs> good yes. deal good deal so without further ado uh, we're gonna just get to know you a little bit better maybe on a personal level at your comfort level of course um, eventually find out who you are what you do and how we can find you okay mm-hmm. so who I am um, I identify first and foremost as a child of God. Amen. First and foremost. Yeah. And I feel like because of that identity, it gives, that's where everything that I do comes from. So mm-hmm. the fact that I work with students and the population specifically that I work with is mm-hmm. our, what I like to call the military connected community. Mm-hmm. So I work with veterans, I work with active duty, as well as their dependents, reservists, our guards, men and women. That's the population that I serve. Mm. And I truly, truly, honestly feel blessed to be able to help them. I, um, from the bottom of my heart, just appreciate the fact that for the last 50 years, right, we have had an all-volunteer military. You know, Mm. other nations and other countries, you have to. You don't have a choice. You Mm -hmm. have to give your service. But here in the United States, because of these men and women who stand up every day and say, yes, I have the ability and the choice to say, mm, maybe not me. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, that's what ended up happening to me. I did contemplate um, in high school, after high school, I contemplated uh, whether or not I wanted to join. Mm-hmm. And you know, I had people guiding me and some <laughs> telling me yes, some telling me no, and mm-hmm. ultimately the answer was no for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now I choose to serve them in the, in the capacity of a, as a counselor. 
That's making great. sure that they're so. educated, that they know. Um, my preference on I, the largest population I work with are the veteran population, mm -hmm. so I get them after their service, right? Mm -hmm. They've okay. done their time, they've uh, fulfilled their contract, mm -hmm. and now it's time for them to do something for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. So they choose to go to school. And that's a big, it's it's a huge uh, transition mm -hmm. for, for our service mm -hmm. members because for the past four years, you know, they've, or more, mm -hmm. because, you know, I get some who actually are fully retired, mm -hmm. 20 plus. Wow. So, yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's a beautiful thing to, wow. to see these individuals in different ways, uh, different times in their lives. But for all of them, it's a transition. You know, they've, They've said yes to the government for so many years, right? And mm -hmm. you don't have the, the opportunity to say no. It's mm -hmm. always yes, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So no matter what you're asked to do, you got to do it. Yeah. And oftentimes, you know, they're they're put in situations that um, are definitely life risking. Mm -hmm. They're asked to put their entire lives on hold mm -hmm. and to serve. Yeah. And and the fact that they say yes to me that just touches me so much because it's literally a sacrifice. So mm -hmm. right. So when they come to me, that's what I do. Yes. <laughs> how can I help you? Mm -hmm. Yes. How you know? can I serve? Yes, exactly. So I'm literally helping our students from, you know, sometimes they just walk in, they got out of the military and they're like, okay, I'm here. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do next. And mm -hmm. I will walk them through the entire process from admission, applying for their benefits, educating them on what those mm -hmm. benefits are um, and other services that they have access to as veterans. Mm -hmm. within our county so wow nice uh, what would you say drew you to be a veterans counselor because i know like around campus there's a lot of uh counselors um offices and all that what, what drew you to, the, to this to this spot you know when i was going through my graduate studies uh everyone had literally everyone knew what population they wanted to work with and i was mm -hmm. just i went in with an open mind um i'm first generation born and raised Oxnard. I love Oxnard, been to mm -hmm. other places, always happy to come home because this is my home. These are my roots, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. These are my people. So to me, I knew I wanted to help. I didn't know specifically what what population. I was always drawn to uh, students with disabilities mm -hmm. because I was a paraeducator for 14 years. So straight out of high school, I did come to Oxnard College. Mm -hmm. did one semester I don't even think I finished if I look I need to look at my transcript but I don't <laughs> think I finished it just wasn't the right time for me mm -hmm. so then I went into the workforce right tried to find my place my dad my mm. parent my both my parents were uh, farm workers entire lives right mm -hmm. um, my dad found me a job in the fields said all right you know I'm I was an athlete in high school so I was like oh this is this is gonna be cake I can nice. do this oh lord mm -hmm. no uh -uh. Mm -hmm. I was one and done, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, one worked, and done. <laughs> I worked one day and I looked at my dad and said dad aye, aye. this is not for me yeah. like mm -hmm. I was so sore in places that oh. I never knew I could be sore yeah. <laughs> and I was like active weightlifting yeah. like I could so yeah. no so no, my hats I, off every day yeah. I get you there because there's Mexicans and there's Mexicans yeah I I'm was, a Mexican yeah, when it I comes was to too. that stuff yeah. I was too for sure yeah. but it you know it, it gave me uh, definitely I'm grateful grateful mm -hmm. for the work that they mm -hmm. do every day mm -hmm. always you know when, when we break bread at our house that's mm -hmm. one of the things that mm -hmm. we say you know thank mm -hmm. you lord and bless the hands that mm -hmm. made this meal possible mm -hmm. because it goes all the way down mm -hmm. to the people mm -hmm. who are actually you know picking mm -hmm. that produce for us yeah. everything so yeah. i'm truly truly grateful so from that experience i said okay what are my options mm -hmm. so i started working um i i've always liked the educational setting so i've literally been in education all my life so mm -hmm. after high school i went um, and applied to the local uh middle school over here ocean view mm -hmm. which is uh, i'm a i'm a seahawk former <laughs> seahawk ocean view seahawk mm -hmm. so i went through there um applied as a paraeducator and i worked there for 14 years for oh, 14 nice. years and uh, students with disabilities middle school is my absolute favorite age mm -hmm. absolute favorite age because they're still reachable mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, i yeah. love them love those kids with all my heart but i just found you know it as a first generation student you have to make some choices right mm -hmm. and my choice when i was in my graduate studies program it was okay am i going to do the pps or the c uh, csp so mm -hmm. the two the difference between the two the pps is the credential that you receive if you do um go through a program that allows you to work with K through 
higher ed mm -hmm. as a counselor. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. But that requires additional hours mm -hmm. of internship right. that I couldn't afford to do. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So I chose to do the college student personnel, which limits me to working with within higher education. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I just, that was just a, something I had to do out of necessity. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, you know, not. Mm -hmm. I couldn't afford to. So, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and then just keeping that into perspective too, the reason why those choices were made, it's all, all of my choices have all been based off of my family. Like okay. what is in yeah. the best interest of my family. So uh. when I came back to school after uh, quite some time, I came back because I had my son. So he was my drive. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, mm -hmm. I got to show him that mm -hmm. this is possible. I can't ask him to go to school if I didn't do it myself. I've mm -hmm. always been one that will not ask you to do something that I haven't done myself. Sure. Good right. point. So yeah. I went to school, you know, had him, went, came back to school, and then um, grateful that CSUCI opened because if mm -hmm. CSUCI had not opened, I would not have pursued my bachelor's. Oh, so wow. once I finished here as a condor, mm -hmm. I was, my wings were clipped. I was nah. like, okay, mm -hmm. I can't go anywhere. And that, so once CSUCI opened up, it was like, all right, mm -hmm. that's my, nice. that's my chance. So I was actually the first, uh, the, their inaugural class. Okay. Wow. For CSUCI. Yes. Yeah. And it was a beautiful experience because yeah. the class sizes were so small mm -hmm. and you really got to know your instructors. And I'll never forget. I had an instructor, uh, Lillian Castaneda, mm -hmm. wonderful instructor. Mm -hmm. Uh, and she just, day one, she told us, question everything. Mm. Don't accept everything as truth. You question everything. And to me, that's just resonated mm. in my mind. Mm, right. And I didn't get that until I reached mm -hmm. the university. So, you know, I transferred as a junior and that's what she said day one. So that stayed with me and I've passed that on to my kids. Like, uh -huh. hey, yeah. you know, yes, we have people who are content experts, mm -hmm. but don't take it as truth. Mm -hmm. Question it question mm -hmm. it and question respectfully and I do that I tell that with my so the the students that I work with mm -hmm. have been conditioned our mm -hmm. veterans they go through a process mm -hmm. right there they are taught to think and act a specific way mm -hmm. and when they transition out it is time for them to change that mindset and oftentimes that's the most difficult thing to do that's the hardest part of the transition because mm -hmm. that's become their identity mm -hmm. yes. for so mm -hmm. long mm -hmm. and now they're a new person and they're kind of lost sometimes mm -hmm. they don't know how to identify mm -hmm. right. so part of that process is me gently reminding them that hey and I start from day one mm -hmm. especially with our active duty more so as well mm -hmm. because they're still in that mindset where you don't question anything the person in front of you is the expert mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you just sit there and listen and I tell them from day one no this is the space where if you have questions you need to ask them because mm -hmm. my job is to make sure that I'm getting you the information that you need so that you can make educated decisions. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And they really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And I'm always looking not not what's it's always what's in their best interest. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Trying to get that out of them. Okay, what are your goals? You mm -hmm. know, for active duty it's a little bit more challenging because their lives are they're not set in stone, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We always sit down, when I sit down with them, I ask them, okay, what are your short-term goals? What are your long-term goals? How long are you here with us? Mm -hmm. You know, those are important questions that I have to ask them because if they're here for a year, then I know that it's not in their best interest to start probably taking courses for their major. Mm -hmm. Let's just stick to your general eds mm -hmm. because you're gonna end up transferring somewhere else. And we mm -hmm. wanna make sure that you're not dipping into anything that's going to set you up to not be mm -hmm. able to utilize mm -hmm. those credits mm -hmm. and educating them on that part that, mm -hmm. okay, you're going to transfer somewhere else and maybe where you transfer to, they may be resistant to take the, taking the credits that you've completed with us and mm. that shouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. So you can use your voice, advocate mm -hmm. for yourself yes. and just ask them, hey, let's revisit that. Is it possible for me to use these? And mm -hmm. I always tell them, I don't care where you are. You reach out to me if you need help. Mm -hmm. I will most definitely help you to get get the information you need so that they can see that these courses that you've taken here mm -hmm. are valued. Mm -hmm. There no reason why they can't go anywhere. I always tell students if the UCs take our courses, mm -hmm. there's no reason why anyone else shouldn't take our courses. Right. A really good point. You know, preparing a, a, a veteran, if you would, or someone in active duty who's I guess main purpose is to kind of be prepared yes. for anything. It's like, okay, you prepared yourself for that. Now you're taking a different direction. Let's prepare you for 
what's to come next and yes. if you don't know we're going to give you some tools that are kind of like multifaceted where if you decide to continue that's great if you decide not to it's still something that you can collectively go walk away with having exactly that's good yeah that's really good yeah. interesting yeah uh, a little bit about what the per you said because in counseling we get to know people where they are and that's kind of tough because you do start to have to ask some of these hard questions like mm -hmm. what is your short-term goal what are your long-term goals i think priscilla was going to uh touch on um something about you a characteristic you could tell us about you uh, with your your name and the first initial of that, um, yeah, like think of a word mm. um, that starts with your uh, the initial of your first name. I'm gonna have to go with amorosa, so I'm gonna go with a Spanish word, amorosa, uh, which is loving. Loving, oh, yes, okay. because it's amorosa. Yes. Amarosa America. So when you hear America and you remember that she identifies with the quality characteristics she possesses, Amorosa. it's Amorosa in Spanish interpreted to English, loving. Loving, yes. Well, thank yes. you for sharing that thank with you. us. Thank you. Thank you so Good much. Good deal. Good deal. So moving right along, you've provided us with a lot of great information. Um, I was going to save it till the end, probably before the break, but it's it's wonderful hearing you identify as a child of God, and it just can it just solidifies in me the the gratitude I have for life today and that it, it, you know you're as identifying as a child of God your first name being America it's good to hear and I hope this resonates with the rest of our listeners God bless America mm -hmm. so I I'm, I hope today is a just a shout out to our troops a shout out to our yes. veterans a shout out yes. to those that are actively retired or even um, right shout out to the army moms <laughs> the navy moms right um all those moms out there that have sons and husbands brothers and, and sisters even these days daughters in the, yes. in the in the uh in the military um wonderful thank you and i think a lot, a lot of that is what this yeah. is which putting putting perspective back on the map right yeah. we're, we're trying to represent uh Oxnard college here the different departments and of course those that uh, serve us so big shout out and thank you for your service thank those you for, for your service yeah for <laughs> those of us that are active duty mm -hmm. in military today thank you thank you wonderful you want to tell us a little bit more about your department uh where we can find you um you mentioned that active and non-active or reti even retired people, yes, military yes. personnel can come yes. visit you. So okay. I like to use the term military connected. Military and the reason why I use that, because it includes their families. So, you know, we were giving uh, shout outs uh, earlier. That's a big shout out. Shout out to the families, mm -hmm. the, the husbands and wives, mm -hmm. the partners, the mm -hmm. children. Mm -hmm. Because so growing up in this area, um, I've been able to see from the student side of it, right? When I was a student growing up in, in our local um, schools, I would have friends, right, who were dependents of military mm -hmm. active duty personnel. So they would be here and then they would leave mm -hmm. onto yeah. their next mm -hmm. duty station. Mm -hmm. So I experienced that. But then as a paraeducator um, over here in our Ocean View Middle School, I got to see the impacts that it has on the students. Yeah. Uh, sometimes we had we had students who had both parents were active duty and guess mm -hmm. what they both deployed mm -hmm. and um mm -hmm. it's just uh i'm sorry i didn't mean to get emotional no, it's, okay. Okay. it's, it's okay. tough it's yeah. tough it's to okay. see you know yeah. to have these kids there and to to see them literally just crying mm -hmm. because their parents are gone yeah. so when i say you know that it's uh the families the mm -hmm. families i think i i feel like a lot of people don't realize <clears throat> what the families actually experience mm -hmm. when they're you know the service member goes on deployment because mm -hmm. as a kid you know you're like oh that's my mom or dad mm -hmm. they're now mm -hmm. gone where are they going are they going to be back you know yeah. so and that's touching and yeah. to have to be there to be that support for them mm -hmm. you know it's so like i said i've always been in a in a servant uh position a and serving position it comes yeah. it, it does hit close to home i i mean i have veterans uh in my family as well my father-in-law is a vietnam veteran mm -hmm. my brother-in-law um is a air force uh mm -hmm. sorry air force medic he was an air force medic and my my brother is a you know they say once a marine always a marine oh, so yeah. he served mm -hmm. as in the marine corps okay. as well ah. but uh in my immediate family my husband isn't active duty but he, he is a government employee, and he uh -oh. actually works on the um, LCS ships. So his name is Keith Matautia. Okay. Um, Shout out to Keith. Yes, yeah. he is my love, my, my heart. You heard and, it here um, first, ladies and gentlemen. And so he 
he, I experience what a lot of military spouses experience because he, he goes for long periods of time. He leaves mm-hmm. and then he comes back. So, mm-hmm. you know, that it's difficult for, for the, um, the partner, anyone who is connected to someone who is active duty or um, in these government positions because mm-hmm. you have to n- learn to navigate that mm-hmm. um, ebb and flow of having your partner here and then mm-hmm. having them gone. Mm-hmm. So when they're mm-hmm. gone, you're the head of the household, right? right? Mm. And then when they come back, you have to learn to, yeah. and that's tough. Wow. It is tough mm-hmm. to learn to give up those reins because yeah. you go from being in that <laughs> position of power to, okay, now you're here. We're going to share that power, and mm-hmm. and that's not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shout out to all those who are making it possible because that is tough. Yes. That's, that's a really tough place cool. to be. Yeah. So really good point. I mean, it brings up the family dynamic, the yes. roles, right? Mm-hmm. And the roles that we have and the roles that we expect of each other and, uh, you know, functioning in that in a healthy way in a healthy mm-hmm. and loving way. So again, lots of the, pre- the premise of the show is the highs and lows. And so mm-hmm. what I'm hearing from you is kind of like some of the high, some of the, some of the highs are learning to, um, get better at that. Whereas some of the lows I heard you talk about are like, you know, dealing with people that, you know, do have dual parents that are both parents mm-hmm. that are active in duty. And, you know, sometimes you have you get to work with the student or the young individual who's now has a whole nother role because their parents are off in, in, in active duty. Mm-hmm. So interesting, interesting point. And then yeah. as far as like in the Veterans Center, when I w- meet with uh, spouses or partners of um, individuals who are active duty, that's always so I always have to th- think about that. OK, mm-hmm. what how do you identify what are your different roles mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and how do your roles impact your academic success mm-hmm. right. so with active duty the question is always okay do you have any field training are you mm-hmm. do you will you deploy within the semester because that's mm-hmm. going to impact that part. how many classes you take yeah. mm-hmm. the um modality in which you're going to be taking these courses mm-hmm. and if they're the partner of someone who's active it's the same questions mm-hmm. you know are you are you is your spouse going to deploy Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. what what does that look like what does the semester look like for you because that is going to impact their academic success Mm -hmm. so yeah it's important it's important nice um can you tell us a fun fact about yourself oh my goodness a fun fact yeah fun um Fun fact. That's a good question. I'm stumped. I'm stumped. We took a turn on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. So <laughs> I I have a goal uh-huh. and it's coming up fast. I think I'm going to have to push it out. So I had a goal of at 50 mm. that I would be in bodybuilding position, like oh, wow. physique wise. Okay. And I'm like three years from that. So I think I'm going to have to push it to 60. Oh, and hey. hopefully by that time, my kids, you know, will be, I've got seven more years. My youngest oh my is in the sixth grade. So yeah. I'm hoping that by that time I'll have more time mm-hmm. and then I'll be able to do that. Yeah. You did to say you're athletic, that. right? So that's my goal is just to get back to being able to do some right now i'm all about everyone who's in my life mm-hmm. so whatever i want to do those wants and needs get pushed way back so yeah. I'm, I'm i'm hopeful that one oh, day yeah. i'll be able to start doing those things that i enjoyed doing awesome. yeah. check yeah. off the bucket list yes yeah. Yeah. exactly <laughs> nice nice well, can you just tell us a little bit about your why why you do what you do why mm-hmm. i do what i do it goes back to the students that i mm-hmm. serve mm-hmm. I, they're they're my motivation mm-hmm. you know because they serve, I will then turn around and serve them. Yes. So that's the really, it's just my goal is to, you know, for a lot of the young men and women that, that, I, that come across my desk in the vet center, oftentimes their college experience was not a positive one. Mm-hmm. So they, like a lot of us, you know, we're always told, okay, once high school's done, you're going to go to college or you're going to go to work. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So they uh, many of them actually tried college and it didn't work out for them for whatever reason and Mm -hmm. now they have the opportunity to go back and change that and most of the time you know i hear from them saying i'm in a different place i'm Mm -hmm. a different person i feel like i'm ready to go to school Mm -hmm. and i'm there to help them they're they're my why yeah each student that comes through that door is my my why so can i ask um like with the veterans after they're done with school, do you assist them with like job placements and stuff like that if they need help? So the majority, I would say the vast majority of the veterans that I work with end up um, at the four-year mm-hmm. university. So mm. I don't really um, 
get to see the end of it, okay. right? I'm, I'm okay. the beginning. Okay. I'm the beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't get to see the end. Okay. I do have some uh, who reach back, mm-hmm. which is always a beautiful thing to, mm-hmm. to have them reach back and to say, hey, this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know, and, and to me, that's always a beautiful thing. But the reality is that, uh, you know, w- especially with the uh, military, the ones that are active duty, they're mm-hmm. what you could consider a transient population because mm-hmm. they're here with us, but they don't the majority don't end here with us, mm-hmm. right? right? They'll continue their education elsewhere. So I don't get to see that portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the same thing can be said with our active duty because, I'm sorry, our veteran population, because, you know, we, as we all know, Ventura County, mm-hmm. it's it's tough economically mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. here. It's, mm-hmm. it's difficult. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes I will have veterans who will start here and then they'll say, America, I'm out of here. It's too expensive. I can't can't do it Mm -hmm. can't do it Mm -hmm. so i do end up losing quite a few um of our students to other states Mm -hmm. because their cost of living is just much lower so Mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's well for those of our listeners that are out there that have been through oc college and had the privilege of working with america and are listening to this reach out to her you know where to find her yes please Uh, it's in the upstairs building next to I am actually the only office on the right-hand side, so I'm directly across from both EOPS and CARE. Ah, okay. Yes. Okay. And so what are the hours for your... So I am there oh. from 8.30 to 4 o'clock, Monday through Thursday. Yes. Okay. okay. Monday through Thursday. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, it looks like we're wrapping up on our first episode here. We've got a few more minutes. Uh, any final thoughts for our special guest, Christian, Priscilla? Mm. Shout out to you for sure. Um, yeah. Like you said, you're the beginning, so for, this, for these students, you know, it takes a lot just to, like, work with normal students but with veterans it just it's a it's a, it's a bigger step so thank you for what you do mm-hmm. yes thank mm-hmm. you i have to say thank you to you guys for making this such a <laughs> positive experience this is awesome thank you yeah. guys for what you do and for highlighting the beautiful individuals on our campus thank, thank you, you for thank being you. here yeah and when i first met you just the characteristics you shared with me that the humility and the servant the servant uh the spirit of the serve of being of service to others um, genuine qualities and the, the, the emotion that I see behind the tough question of right why and and, and you know, sharing that, that you do this for other people mm-hmm. um, really speaks volumes so I hope it resonates with our listeners I hope that if anybody has any questions they can reach out to uh, America Barroso in the Veterans Center Counselor uh, office of course yes. um, we want to thank you and again just a big shout out to all of our troops all of us all of those that serve uh, those uh, frontline responders that put their lives on the line each and every day so that we can have a safe and happy America. Um, quick plug before we do go, uh, the uh, Oxnard College campus is holding an Addictive Disorder Studies job fair on Thursday, April 13th, 2023 from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the P is in Paul, A, B is in Boy Conference Center. So if you're interested, stop on by. There will be a ton of people there representing different uh, institutions, organizations, and facilities in the Ventura County uh, Addictive Disorder Studies Job Fair, April 13th, 10 to 12, at the PAB Conference Center. Be there. Be square. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. Thank you again. God bless America. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank okay. you so Hello, 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 and welcome back. Uh, Manuel Wallace, and this is 99.3 FM. I'm online and on air with the creative. Christian Ayala. And the persevering. Priscilla. And this is the Highs and, and Lows Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back. We hope that you're appreciating and picking up the vibe that we're putting down. We have a new special guest this afternoon or this morning. Uh, we want to thank America again for being here. An amazing, amazing woman uh, in the Department of the Veterans Counseling Office. Again, feel free to reach out to her. Um, any any thoughts you got in that, Priscilla? I mean, any takeaways? Um, well, not at this not, not at, at this moment. time. Okay. I mean, you put me on the spot like that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> 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 but um, I don't know. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Ah, okay. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Dr. Veronica Rizala, Dr. Veronica Rizala, uh-huh. and I am a licensed mar- marriage family therapist from the state of California, mm-hmm. and I'm also a psychologist. Okay. I um, originated here. Well, I was born in L.A., but mm-hmm. my mother, everybody, my family was, was originated from here, Oxnard. So I moved back when I was very, well, a year or two years old. And I was raised here with my two sisters, my older sister, Michelle, and my younger sister, Stella. Mm-hmm. Um, I see, I currently see patients. Right now, it's primarily telehealth because of all the health concerns. Mm-hmm. I do have an office though on Summit Street. Um, and I would probably, I'm probably going to do hybrid, half days in the office and half days telehealth. 
Uh, but right now, primarily is talent health. Mm-hmm. I provide all psychological services for all different demographics: children, adolescents, um, young adults, singles, individuals, cu- um, couples, and the elderly. Mm-hmm. I also see I'm bilingual, so I see a lot of bilingual patients, mm-hmm. uh, bilingual speaking patients, and I see um, religious mm-hmm. priests, nuns, deacons, and pastors, and so forth. Not denomination. I mean, it's all denominations. Mm-hmm. And I have a specialty in the military as well, oh, which wow. was our prior guest. Uh, I was yeah. like, yay! <laughs> I was uh, very happy to hear that. Here, uh, mm-hmm. nice. Thank you, Christian. Um, can you just tell us a little bit um, about like? A day, well, what you do, like seeing patients? Mm. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I, I maintain a calendar. I'm always, I'm, you'll hear, even my friends will tell you. I have to see, I have to put it on my calendar. I got to check my, because I'm always working on my calendar. Mm-hmm. I um, <clears throat> prepare for my, my patients, and I get out the records. I, t- I try my best to read it beforehand, before I see the particular patient. And then I get myself prepared for it. I, mm-hmm. I usually do a little bit of meditation mm-hmm. thought. I'm, I'm a, I come from a religious background. Mm-hmm. My mother is very faithful. So um, I pray. I pray and get myself centered and then I see my patients. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I, I enjoy I enjoy being, being present with my patients mm-hmm. and I respect them and I honor them because they're sharing their story with me, right? They're mm-hmm. sharing who they are, their mm-hmm. fears. Mm-hmm. And, and so I respect that and I honor that and I, and I yeah, it's um, very important. prepare myself. Something mm-hmm. very personal, right? Mm. Yes, I, I I enjoy I, I enjoy my patients. I enjoy sitting talking with them. We laugh and cry. And we do everything. I sit there and I cry with them too. Mm-hmm. I, those Spanish speaking people. I'm a big chiona. I'm crying and crying mm-hmm. and crying. But I, uh, that makes us you know a, a, a good relationship because right. I do feel what they feel. Yeah. empathy. And what made you pursue this, wanting to help other people? Oh, it was Gloria Lopez, Yay. your EOPS counselor, <laughs> <laughs> and my Shout daughter out. Amelia. Um, my mother had just passed. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a while now. And I was going through a deep depression. I was crying and eating and crying and eating. And my daughter, uh, we got a postcard in the mail from Cal Lutheran University that mm. they were opening a satellite school by my home. And she, I'm going to take you there, Mama. I'm going to take you there. So then my, my, my Gloria is my comadre. I'm, mm. I'm her son's oldest son's godmother oh. and so she, we got in contact with each other and she was right she is your number one cheerleader by the way guys yeah, she was encouraging yeah. me encouraging yeah. me come on comadre you can do it oh. and so i went for my i applied i finished my bachelor's and then i applied for the master's because gloria said what else are you gonna do send on the couch you're crying no yeah <laughs> right so i applied for the master's mm-hmm. and then when it came time for graduation she she and along other some other professors some some colleagues um, encouraged me to p- apply for the doctorate program. So. Wow! Hmm, how long how long was the doctorate program? The doctorate program, which is the one I went to, it was in, it was in L.A. Every other weekend, it was for three years, mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. years in in seat, and then one year dissertation at home. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, it was oh, two nice. years. It wasn't too bad. Every other weekend, mm-hmm. but it was it was hard. I knew every other weekend I was going to go to school. Yeah, and yeah. I would catch the train. To, you know the. LA traffic is horrible, so I would catch the train to get down to downtown LA, mm-hmm. check into my hotel, and I'd stay there for the whole weekend because my hotel is right across the street, mm-hmm. right on Seventh and Hope. So mm-hmm. I, I go to school every day, go back to my hotel, and then Sunday yeah. I would come home on the train. And dissertations, those are, um, I don't know much about them, but I know they're extensive, right? Yes, it's it's basically you're writing a book, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you have five parts, five parts introduction, the research and you know, all that stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. and the conclusions and then all the references, and then mm-hmm. you present your case. Okay. My particular um, dis- um, dissertation was on a demogram um, was um, psychological e- instruments, you know, like the Beck's depression scale and mm-hmm. so forth, and how um, if they were used correctly for priest um, um, admissions mm-hmm. to the pre- for men and, and being admitted to the priesthood, mm-hmm. because we know. You know they're not um, well. They're they're made for certain demographics, and mm-hmm. so we know that they're not. Uh, well, we know they're biased, and mm-hmm. so um, the life of uh, mini- life in the ministry for religious has mm-hmm. its own um, specialties, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. So those you, the, uh, my th- my my arguing was those those instruments were not. They're not valid for priestly selection. I mean, they are mm. a part of the process, but it should not be the entire process. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my dissertation. 
Interesting, interesting. That weave of psychology and religion, doctrine and mm -hmm. theology, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of yes. be kind of like fine, fine. I don't want to say well, it's a fine line to right, you know, walk mm -hmm. along mm -hmm. so that you're not mm -hmm. so that it's effective. Yes, right. Yes. Um, very interesting. You mentioned you were an alumni of Oxnard College. Yes, I've been here yay. the whole year. <laughs> My daughter teases me because you know, you know, we all get our numbers, right? We mm -hmm. log in, we get. I'm like zero, 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 zero. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. My daughter teases me all the time. Oh, right. Oh my god. <laughs> my daughter came here. My sister came here. My mother came here. What's your 900 number? My nine what? Yeah. <laughs> my no, nine, it's, nine. it's zero, 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 zero. Yeah. It's nine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Funny, funny. Thank you for that fun fact. Um, and then you said you got your doctorate from? Um, the Chicago School of Professional Psychology, which has an offshoot in downtown LA. Oh, okay. Right, my right. master's, my rest of my bachelor's, I mean, my bachelor's and my master's are from Cal Lutheran University, California Lutheran University. Okay. And um, then I went to Chicago. Wow. What was that like? Can you tell us? Uh, we've got uh, a few guests that have kind of like bounced mm -hmm. back and forth. Traveled, made expeditions. Well, it was in downtown LA, so but oh. I did have to travel to LA, and uh -huh. it was hard, you yeah. know, because yeah. it's. Besides, I was also a working adult, so mm -hmm. I was working. Mm -hmm. I worked forty years in the military. Yeah. So that's when this here. the theme which is working, <gasps> right? Yeah. Wow. So I did forty years working, almost forty years working for the military here, when we beach, when we when we base, and so I. Um, it was hard going mm -hmm. to work all week and mm -hmm. then catching the train mm -hmm. and going to school mm -hmm. and so forth. And then doing your homework and your studies. Mm -hmm. Was it easy? Plus, I have a family. I've always been a single mother, but I have a daughter. My mm -hmm. daughter Amelia. She's married. My son-in-law is Benji. Now I'm doing a little like my son-in-law is Benji, <laughs> and I have three beautiful grandchildren: yeah. Cecilia, Darla, and Feliciano. Shout out to all of them. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Oh, they were so yeah. excited. I was. <laughs> there you go. Well, once you get access to this, you can uh, play it for them, and then I they can will. hear you on the radio. I will. Uh, real side note, every day I do a daily affirmation for my, mm -hmm. well, my two oldest, Cecilia and Darla, they go to Our Lady of Guadalupe School. Mm -hmm. And so we do daily affirmation. I tell them, you're, be you're beautiful, you're strong, you're confident, and smart. And they'll repeat it yeah. back to me. So today they came in my room and told me that, Grandma, remember, you're beautiful, you're strong, and I'm tears yeah. are coming down. I go, oh. I'm confident, and, yeah. you're, and you're smart. Yes. Yeah. So important. So, so important. Daily affirmations are very important. Oh, Especially very if you're young children, it starts them off young, you know, because yes. young children, like, maybe, like, society can give them, like, a way of mm -hmm. looking at life, you mm -hmm. know, looking mm -hmm. negative. Yes. So just starting them young, so that's good. That, oh, yes. that's so important. It's so important. Mm -hmm. Even to ourselves, we yeah. have to look in the mirror and say, yeah. you know what, I'm all right. I'm okay. I have flaws. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. Right. It's yeah. got to be as simple as that. Yes. I'm okay. Yeah, You're okay. okay. We're all okay. Right? okay. <laughs> yes. Good okay. deal. Um, Priscilla, did you want to share with us at this time the information on our uh, upcoming Yes, the, the well, wellness event is um, on April the 12th mm -hmm. at 1 o'clock, uh, from 1 o'clock to 2.30 in the Condor Hall, uh, room 310. So if, if anybody's around not doing anything that day, um, feel free to stop by. I yes, will. Yes. I will do that. I'll the come uh, title of that wellness and motivation workshop is The Power of Time Management. Mm -hmm. uh, Christian That's presented it. you with that question of a typical day in your life, and it kind of sounded like starting yes. off your day. Time management is very important. Can you tell us from a doctor's uh, point of perspective? Well, it's always good to know what you're going to do, uh -huh. right? It's yeah. always good. And besides, besides making sure you're on time and so forth as a professional, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, it gives you something to hope for, mm -hmm. a goal to reach for. Mm -hmm. And so time management is very important mm -hmm. for us, not just to make sure that we're professionally where we need to be mm -hmm. and responsibly, but also so it gives us hope. Oh, today's going to be a great day because mm -hmm. I'm going to have this and this and that to do. Mm -hmm. Or it might be hard today, but, you know, I'm going to do this and this and that to help me work it through. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. time management is extremely important. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I try to, well, working for the Navy, you learn that, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I still try to Thanks, this, Navy. to this day, yeah. I, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I, of my patience. I'm very conscious mm -hmm. and conscientious for my patients. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that I'm there for them because they depend yeah. on me, right? Yeah. They depend right. on me, so. Yeah, right. Like your audience, they mm -hmm. depend on you guys. Yeah. Yeah, so now you, that listeners. I know there's a radio station, I'm going yeah. <laughs> to tune in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you'll find us here every Wednesday, except for next Wednesday, of course, because spring break's coming up. Mm -hmm. are, you, are you planning any time, leisure time, family time for spring break? For Easter, I'm, uh -huh. we're going camping here in Santa Paula, the KOA. We rented a cabin, so Ooh. my grandchildren, myself, oh, oh, I'm not sure my sisters are going to come, but 
my grandchildren, my daughter, and my son-in-law, and my grandchildren. We're all, well, all of us, I mean, we're going to just hang out for five days, eating and drinking. Mm, nice. <laughs> then. Well, I can't get any better. Family time. <laughs> yeah. Family time and, is the best time. Right? And burning wood. We're going to burn firewood all yeah, day. That's long. amazing. That's amazing. Just to be outside. My grandchildren, they've been stuck in the house yeah. mm-hmm. for three months. And yeah. so I told my daughter, let's just let them run and scare the peacocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and nice. run around. And I'll, <laughs> grandma said outside, burning wood like an old lady. Very good. <laughs> yeah, what a better no better way to pass time than for family time. Yes, for that, that's Christian. very yes. awesome. I learned a lot from my grandchildren. Yeah, I've learned that life could be simple, and uh-huh. I also learned the joy of life. They're so mm-hmm. happy, mm-hmm. and things bring them so much joy from mm-hmm. bugs in the backyard to to just anything. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I I look at that and I marvel at it. Yeah, yeah. especially if you didn't really have a. a childhood like that so yeah. it's, right. it's wonderful it's all worth it huh yes makes it, it really all worth is. it i think it's important to carry that as adults too because yes. sometimes we lose track of like what's real mm-hmm. like just to yes. focus on like the whatnot yes mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah like i said it gives us hope mm-hmm. something yeah. to look forward to so yeah. what i'm getting is your highs are your grandchildren mm-hmm. And your lows was pretty much the the journey. Kind yes, of. it was it was easy. It was hard, mm-hmm. but through my mother and her faith, mm-hmm. and my family, my extended family. I come from a big giant. And my mother, oh, my father's side too, huge giant family. Mm-hmm. Um, there was love. There was a lot of love. And of course, the faith. So yeah. that, and then our the extended community because I come from a family that really is supports the community mm-hmm. so like the chaparros robbie chaparro yeah. i grew up with him his oh. sisters oh, his, his mom and my mom were friends and nice. and i i with gloria lopez she used to be espinosa so ah. my, our families were friends my yeah. mother was her maid of honor for her mother's wedding so oh, nice. we all grew up together if you don't know together. now you know yeah, yeah. right yeah. so you in living in Luxor, you're able to maintain those relationships. There's culture and yes. these roots. That's yes. Great. And we all went to Guadalupe School, a lady of Guadalupe there in Colonia. Uh, we all went there. Quick fact, my mother went there in the 40s. Uh-huh. Oh. My, I went there, my sisters in the 60s, 70s. Uh-huh. My daughter and my nephew went there in the 2000s. Uh-huh. And now my grandchildren are there. Four generations oh, wow. of Guadalupanas. Run strong. Yes, yes. strong. Nice. Very involved in the community and in the church as well. Yeah. And now here you are able to give back to the community, again, uh, be, being part of a lot of the behavioral health, the mental yes. health, the mm-hmm. wellness that I like to mm-hmm. utilize it as, is, you know, and um, amazing. I mean, you know, what would you tell your younger self? Um, to not give up. Uh-huh. To try to look at the the positive instead of the negative mm-hmm. and to and it's okay to get upset mm-hmm. and hurt with people but it's more but or in addition to mm-hmm. that it's okay to forgive and to love and be best pals mm-hmm. again right? mm-hmm. it's yeah. okay mm-hmm. it's okay yeah. to move forward okay. all are valid mm-hmm. all feelings are Thank valid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good point um, good what point. advice would you have for someone who's trying to follow like the same path that you do for like psychology wise mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. to really think about it this is something you want to do it's of course it's the unknown so we're not really mm-hmm. sure what you're gonna because there's so many fields in psychology you can get into mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but to to really think about it and once you think about it and once you come to the conclusion yeah i want to then to keep going not to mm-hmm. stop mm-hmm. to keep going until you achieve your goal and then help others along the way, or to remember to help others along. Because if somebody's going to ask that question, mm-hmm. what can you do to mm-hmm. to pursue this field? Yeah. So I encourage. I I we need more bilingual speaking therapists. We need mm-hmm. more women therapists mm-hmm. of color. Mm-hmm. We need more male therapists mm-hmm. um, because guys they want to talk to guys at times, right? Yeah. And women of color, we want to talk to our own. Mm-hmm. I, I really believe this. In addition to all that, I uh, I really believe that. People should be able to sit down and talk to somebody in their own tongue mm-hmm. and people that look like them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the ones who are re- there going to take in the conversation, the professionals, we need to do the best that we can to give our patients mm-hmm. what they need. Not, not oh, well, I don't have to stay. No, no. You have, we have to keep up. We have to keep going and mm-hmm. moving because you guys deserve that. Mm-hmm. That yeah. lady that's been working in the fields, comes and seeks therapist in your office, therapy in your office. Mm-hmm. I need to do the best that I can and prepare myself the best way that I can so that I can help her because her money is just as valid mm-hmm. as anybody else's money. Mm-hmm. That's and right. So is her time. That's mm-hmm. right. I really believe that. So 
Mm -hmm. I, I'm there. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> That's important because um, before I before I wanted like I wanted to be a psychologist as well, like follow hey. the same path. Yeah, mm -hmm. Now it. it's, now it's changed a little bit. Oh yeah. But um, my whole goal was to like serve like guys like me because mm -hmm. like you know it's very un under uh, represented. So yes. I think it's important just getting the word yes. out to other guys, you know, yes. toxic masculinity, mm -hmm. machismo, all that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's very, that was, that was my goal in high school. And mm -hmm. I was trying to transfer here to college. So, and I'm still working on it. So, good for yeah. you, good for you. Keep going for it. Like I said, it doesn't have to be in that direct field, but it could be something else related to that or something mm -hmm. else that encourages that. So yes, we need more male Latino mm -hmm. therapists. We need more women of color, Spanish speaking, mm -hmm. or whatever the demographic language is there. Yeah. We need that. I'm also looking, as old as I am, I'm also looking <laughs> and considering doing sign language. Because that's an underserved mm -hmm. population. Yeah. Yeah. Underserved. I don't know if I'll be able to do it because I have my little arthritic fingers, but I'm ready. <laughs> I don't want to say something I shouldn't be saying. But right. <laughs> that's something I'm thinking about. So. Okay, that's interesting. Nice. So you constantly just stay in a place where you're able to want to learn something new, yes. learn something more. Because, I mean, sometimes people can reach that pinnacle of, okay, ma bachelor's, master's, now what? But you're saying that like, even learning little things, yes. sign language, yes. another language, mm -hmm. any language, you know, can be that idea that you're just in a place, even as young as you are, you're continuing to want to grow. And that's good I to do. I yeah. do want to learn because there's so many, so many different people out there, mm -hmm. different backgrounds and different tools and so mm -hmm. why not right yeah. we we're not gonna live forever we're mm -hmm. gonna live once so mm -hmm. you might as well do it right this mm -hmm. i think this is no unless you let it say no to you mm -hmm. and i no, I'm, I'm not gonna do that mm -hmm. i'm gonna right. do whatever i want to do yeah. so i've been painting now with robert chaparro's sister pat Me i paint too. with her and my my other friend is Ventura. all guadalupanas we all went to guadalupe school mm -hmm. we paint and and and, and we draw and then because we go eat and you know, we, we all stay together it's just nice right? wonderful wonderful well with your expertise um you mentioned a little bit where who who, who you are where, where can we find you how do we get a hold of you how does somebody get a hold well, of well right now uh, i do have an office thank you yeah i do have an office on seventh street but right now i'm mostly telehealth so my number okay and, and i'll give it to you my number is uh -huh. a good way to reach me mm -hmm. calling me or um, texting me okay. preferably texting because i'm with patients right mm -hmm. but um mm -hmm. you're welcome to call me anybody's welcome to call me okay or refer me and, and, and I Would know. it be safe to say that we could get your information from uh, Robert at the EOPS office? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I know. Okay. I will give them some of my cards as well. Ah, okay. wonderful. Thank you okay. so much. Wonderful. You did mention that uh, some of the struggle is the underrepresented, underrepresented uh, people. Uh, what sort of struggles or, or shift in trends are you finding as a, as a doctor, psychologist, therapist, counselor? person that's helping people what sort of trends are you finding um add a difficulty or how do you stay up to up to date and up to times in this field well as a as a therapist who mm -hmm. provides these services we constantly have to read read all the latest read. journal articles uh. in fact i'm i'm just getting ready to start writing a journal article mm -hmm. a scholarly journal article so we read that and, and we uh, it's it's it, you don't necessarily have to do this but i do this i get on the social platforms mm -hmm. uh, and social media to see what's out there so to learn the lingo and you know of course i talk to the young people mm -hmm. and you know because dr reinick is cool yep and um and um and i do my own research i buy mm -hmm. them books and, and mm -hmm. i'm constantly buying books mm -hmm. and, and trying to learn yeah. you know what i can to make sure i'm, I'm up to date Got it. Got nice. It. Okay. And how would you say we can break that stigma? That's like, you know, that overwhelming stigma that mm. goes around. That was going to be my dissertation. I wanted mm. to um, psychoeducate the mothers. Mm -hmm. Because in, in a Latino family, you know, a family of color, um, it's the father that runs the house, right? Whatever the father says goes. But it's the mother who takes the children to the doctor. Mm -hmm. The mother will tell the father, I'm going to, something's wrong with this child i'm going to take the doctor and the, the father will say okay well fine go ahead whatever mm -hmm. um if we can psychoeducate the parents mm -hmm. to know that they're just don't have a headache or they just don't have a stomach ache or mm -hmm. they're just gonna but there's something actually mm -hmm. something going on mm -hmm. then they will be able to provide um adequate mm -hmm. and professional medical mental health treatment mm -hmm. by taking them to the doctor mm -hmm. taking them to the psychologist whatever the case right. should be mm -hmm. but we have to um encourage and educate mm -hmm. we have to because mm -hmm. it's out there, right? There's a lot of us. There could be more mental health professionals, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of us out there willing to provide that service. Yes. I've seen it done. I, I had a case. 
of a six a six year old girl parents are on migrant records and they didn't understand about um, ADHD and so forth mm -hmm. and depression. Mm -hmm. And we were able, I was able to provide a treatment for her and she was she did wonderfully, wonderfully. Mm -hmm. But it took us a while because I had to get the parents to understand it. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. and, and don't worry, people are not going to, and it's okay. Mm -hmm. and another thing that, that, um, that is not even coming out, that is here, is the LGBT community mm -hmm. within the Latino population mm -hmm. and the understanding of the parents and how it, they bring in religion into it, but no, it's a sin, it's something cows, and I said, no, I, yes, oh, well, whatever your faith is, okay, but mm -hmm. understand this child is this and that, and that's mm -hmm. what she's cutting, that's what, she, you know, all mm -hmm. these particular mm -hmm. behaviors. Mm -hmm. Till finally I got, I had a, a patient, I had a case like that, so finally I had to say, well, would you rather have your daughter um, here mm -hmm. or your daughter dead? Mm -hmm. Because that's where she's mm -hmm. leading to. Mm -hmm. So we were mm -hmm. able to work. Breaking it down like that, mm -hmm. because of the, look, because of the culture, Mm -hmm. because of the culture mm -hmm. um, I had to put it that straight and she, then we did that's when we began our work mm -hmm. it, it went beautifully it went beautifully she yeah. did great good she good to hear well you love to hear about success stories always yeah. you know, yeah. especially yeah, in this field of helping people you know being there for families in their lows you know so that they can come out with that high like you know what it was tough in the beginning because you know culture told us that there's one way and only way you know the, the machismo like you were saying the toxic uh, masculinity says it's my way or the highway mm -hmm. and yet today we're finding that you know because of the trends because of the who was it that was with us the historian that you know history has a way of repeating itself frank. and yet mm -hmm. yeah frank and yet um there's always those movements. Yes. There's continuous, yes. constant movements. And if we're, we as representatives in the field of health mm -hmm. and wellness aren't aware of those yes. through reading, listening to podcasts, educating ourselves, and then educating others, we get stuck. Yes. Right? And we can maybe end up not being as helpful as we'd like to. Exactly. So, and you guys here in Oxnard College have great support. Mm. Wonderful mentors like Robert Chaparro, like, um, like you, sir, mm -hmm. and, and the other people at staff. I, mm -hmm. I encourage, 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 because and you know what and as students I always tell students go to them that's what they're yes. getting paid for yes. don't feel like I don't want to bother my counselor no mm -hmm. go for it it's your money you're paying for this you're paying your tuition your books mm -hmm. you go speak with these professionals mm -hmm. and they will give you the best hopefully the best that they can mm -hmm. yes okay. now you told us a little bit about uh, your time with the family over the spring and the Easter uh, which sounds to me like a huge example of what the next question I'm going to ask you um, what sort of self-care would you uh, suggest or uh, what sort of self-care do you um, thank you my parents yeah. my patients will tell you this that's Dr. Veronica because I believe in self-care okay you you need to do that you mm -hmm. need to take time for yourself mm -hmm. you need to even if your other family members don't encourage it and they make you feel bad about it. No, you need to spend half an hour, an hour a day exercising, mm -hmm. meditating, mm -hmm. going outside, or doing whatever it is that you do to help you become centered. Mm -hmm. You need to have an exercise program. You need mm -hmm. to color in a coloring book. Whatever it is yeah. that you want to do for yourself, mm -hmm. you need mm -hmm. that. You deserve that mm -hmm. because it's it's not easy. Life is not easy, right? It's beautiful. Life is beautiful, but it's, mm -hmm. it's not easy. Mm -hmm. very well said very well mm -hmm. said well we're going to be wrapping it up here only because we're running out of time again another wonderful guest i would love to just talk and get to know i'm sure we all would uh, yes. on on, on, <laughs> on a, an, an end long journey uh but for the sake of time we're going to wrap it up any final thoughts any in conclusions for our guests um thank you for joining thank us you. today oh my goodness yes. thank you for asking me and thanks to robert Chaparro. we grew up together all of us grew up together so i i'm I'm honored that he trusted me. Wonderful, so, wonderful. Thank you. Well, a big shout out again to the faculty and staff here at Oxnard yes, College, yes, those that have put yes. so much effort into our alumni here, mm -hmm. graduates yes, and mm -hmm. continuing just to learn. Uh, shout out to the moms. Uh, shout out to yes. the Oxnardians, because man, let me tell you, Oxnard is we're we're putting you on the map on the map out there. So know yes, that you are represented to the best right. and to the uh, to the fullest. Mm -hmm. uh, continue to spread the love, share the love, and and be that kind person if you don't find one. We yes. want to thank you again. My name is Manuel, and I'm here with Christian and Priscilla. And this was another episode of <laughs> the Highs and Lows Podcast. <laughs>